New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We pray that you're blessed as you listen to this week's message. Good fellowship happening out there. It's always fun. Well, good morning. Thanks for, thanks for storming out today. Man. We'll always remember this big, crazy storm. I'm Steve and Joy, we're licensed. Good morning and welcome. I'm really glad you're here. I want to welcome all the beautiful family that's here and friends and guests. And, and, and we're really thankful that you're here to share and really to celebrate what God's doing, what God's doing here today at New Hope and also what God's doing in the lives of, of Steve and Joy and their family. So thanks for coming out. Marissa says yes. One of the ongoing jokes Stephen and I have, he always says, Ralph, please, please, Ralph, don't, don't screw it up. <laughs> Steve, Steve, I will do my best. I will do my best. <clears throat> but today really is a special day. It's a significant day in the life of our church. I mean, it really is. And it's also a significant day in Steve and Joy's life. And uh, it's, I'm really excited to be part of it. I want to bring some clarity to what we're actually doing this morning, and, and this morning we're going to honor, we're going to honor Steve and Joy, and we're going to publicly recognize, we're going to recognize them as the gift that they are to us, this New Hope family. And I believe we're also honoring them with the gift that they will be to the greater body of Christ in the Rochester region. Uh, these guys have a regional call in their life. So this morning, we're going to be setting them in. And, uh, you know, some of the language we use, it's always funny when you realize that you have guests and you have family here and friends. The setting in, I, I looked this up, and I really like this idea of positioning them, putting them in the right position. So we're setting them in, we're putting them in the right position so that for years to come, they'll be able to serve and they'll be able to lead and they'll be able to pastor effectively in this church. And uh, we call that a licensing service. So we're going to be licensing uh, Steve as a pastor and Joy as a pastor. And as a couple, I don't, uh, everybody knows who knows them, they're, they're dynamic duo, but individually they're, they're going to be licensed because that's the call on both of their lives. And we corporately as a church, we corporately as a church are saying yes and, and what are we saying yes to? We're saying yes uh, to this call on their lives. And we're in unity. And we're in agreement. And the beautiful thing about this, it's not just Wanda and I who have seen this, but this whole church family has seen this. And we have witnessed it. And we have seen God working in their lives for, for many, many years. So we see this pastoral call on their lives. And when you look up the word call in, in most of the New Testament, it's an invitation. You know, it says, there, was a, there was a calling. It was an invitation to, uh, to, to partner and to join with the work that God has for each one of us, but specifically today for Steve and Joy and their family. And we're going to be setting them in as pastors. They're going to be serving here at New Hope Community Church, and I believe for, for many, many years ahead. Um, so before I move ahead, um, if you have not had a chance to meet this beautiful couple, 
uh, because you're new or you don't know them. I wanted them, I'm going to take this time for, I want us to honor them. I'm going to have them stand so you know who we're talking about because if you're new and somebody might in the back might not know, Steve and Joy haven't had the privilege of meeting them. So Steve and Joy, stand and give them a big honor. Steve and Joy Hogan. So Steve and Joy, Wand and I love you guys very much. A lot of people know that. So this has been, it was a very uh, emotional time for me in preparing because I realized the years of friendship and the depth of relationship. But we love you both and we're so blessed and we're grateful for our friendship. Right, Juan? I know I speak for you. And when we think of you two, we are reminded of God's grace and his faithfulness that God himself grows mighty trees of righteousness. And you guys truly are the planting of the Lord. And, um, and God gave me a neat picture of good seed. You know, good seed goes into good soil and you get good fruit. In this case, you get exceptional fruit. And um, in preparation, I wanted to just, before I do anything else, I just want to honor your parents. Because as I have prayed, go ahead, give them a clap. Tom and Ann, you guys are faithful parents. And you have sown really good seed. And the thing I love about you more than anything is you've you've trusted that seed to do what only God can make that seed ultimately do. And you've done a great job with all your kids. All the Hogan kids are here. And you've done a great job with all of them. And uh, I just want you to be honored and and blessed today that I hope you see this is a fulfillment of, of your work and the seed and the love that you've put into to Steve as your son, but into you've invested and sown into Steve and Joy, and Joy. And Tony and Susan, you guys are amazing, and you've been faithful, and you've shepherded, and you've served, and you too also need to be honored and commended for being just faithful parents, sowing seed into your kids, trusting God with that seed um, through thick and thin. And you also have done a tremendous job with all of your kids, And today I pray that this this day would be just a joy and a blessing of seeing, wow, look what God's done in our children. And you've just done a tremendous job. So again, just give them a clap. So good seed. And we're going to get into more of the story, but there are so many here who have sown into Steve and Joy. You know, we could really do like a two-hour service on the impact of seeds and, and the seeds that's been sown and the fruit that's been, been displayed over their life. But there's so many, but, but I, it wouldn't be right if I didn't honor Carl and Susie. Yeah. And Carl and Susie, get, you, guys, you guys have sown such good seed in so many places, but that's a place you can say, I've got some investment there. I thought about how for years your heart to raise up and release the next generation and, and discipling those young lions and uh, breaking bread in, in their homes. If you don't know, for, for years, Susie prepared a meal 
um, every week and, and served uh, the next generation, showing them what community looked like and sharing life. And, and that's amazing seed. And uh, Bethany is here. Bethany Bowles represents. Bethany, you, uh, she looks so young, but she's been around a really long time. And uh, I mean, Bethany's, you know, she represents all them amazing youth leaders, right? You guys had amazing youth leaders. And Dan and Cheryl Hayes Camp are here. And the Dalmages, Jim and Sue. And my mind raced with all the people, this beautiful family that have been sowing seed into these two. And, and then, again, if I didn't mention, there's just so many. But these are some highlights of people who have had tremendous impact in Stephen Joy's life. And to all of us who have sown into their life, um, I think we made a really good investment. And uh, if you get to know Steve, he loves a good return on his investment. Right, Lance? <laughs> good return on your investment. So you guys, good, good return, good investment. And, and most of all, I've got to be honest with you, most of all, to see the work of the Holy Spirit, to see the work of the Holy Spirit in their life demonstrated for years and them growing and maturing and, and seeking the presence of God. And, and that's the best. That's like just awesome. So Steve and Joy, both of you can celebrate all those who have impacted you. And uh, it's been really good seed and really good soil. It's, it's, it has tremendous fruit and there'll be more to come. But you guys are you're lovers of Jesus, which is number one. You love Jesus and you're lovers of God and you love his presence and you're worshipers, and you're servants, and you've demonstrated what it's like to walk as sons and daughters and knowing his love and the radical transformation power that is in Jesus Christ. It's been a tremendous journey together. And um, in the circles that we run in, see, everybody runs with circles. You know, sometimes they like, oh, you know, it's my tribe or them are my people. These are the people we hang with. We use a lot of language. It's so funny when you use language because... Um, it complicates things sometimes or it makes it unclear to certain people. So I, I felt like the Lord said, bring clarity to this word pastor because we have had to kind of wrestle with that through the years, but I feel like I have something that might really help. When I think of Steve and Joy, I see a treasure chest of gifts. And if you guys know them, you know there's, there's lots of gifts. And um, you could say there's, they're servants and they serve and they demonstrate they're, they're tremendous givers. And they don't just give time. They give of their finances. And, and they're, they're sowers. They sow all over the place. And there's leadership skills and gifts of pioneers. Steve's a pioneer. And, and they're forerunners. And they're worshipers. And they're teachers. They teach. Um, so what we've decided as a pastoral team, as a leadership team, is in the culture we live in, we believe even in the culture that we serve and love, the word pastor, the title pastor, is simply the best word. So I know that some of you are thinking, you know, do I see this or Steve's more than that? Because, you know, I, that's what I had to wrestle through. But the word pastor, and I got a little, I got a, a few things that I can kind of verify that and, and put some legs onto that. In John ten eleven, Jesus himself, the Son of God, the King of glory, defined himself as I am the good shepherd. I mean, to talk about somebody who could have pulled out a resume of, you know, what's on his card, right? King of kings, you know, king of glory, son of God. He said, I'm the good shepherd. Look up that word shepherd. It means I'm a good pastor. I, I tend, I care for people. 
One of my favorites is in Matthew 9, 36. It says, but when he, talking about Jesus, when Jesus saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because, because they fainted and were scattered all over the place as sheep having no shepherds. We could, par- we could par- paraf- paraphrase that properly and say as sheep or people with no pastors. They, they faint. They're, they're scattered. There's, and, and when he saw that, he said he began to teach them. He had compassion on them. So we, so we are, today we're using the word pastor, and it fits. Um, so today we're licensing Steve and Joy as pastors. We're setting them in um, so that they can be all God's created them to be, and they can serve and operate in the fullness um, of their calling. So let's talk a little bit about the journey that even brings us here today. Because this doesn't just happen overnight, does it? It's a, it's a process. And it's a beautiful story. So if you don't know this, I think, I think there's people here who don't know the full story. You know, Steve is 35 years old. And this has been the only church he's ever attended. Just get your head around that for a minute. He, he, I don't know the longest standing member, but like... I've been at this church my whole life. I put a big, that, that's a wowzer button. That's a wowzer. So he's been here his whole life. He grew up here. He ran the halls. We, right in, he's, he was a little kid in kindergarten and running around in the same church his whole life. I remember a neat story probably 10 or so years ago. There was, well, maybe a little longer, but it was a little unsettling in him. He's like, I got to get out of here. Remember, Steve, that little, like, you know, we're going to maybe North, go to North Carolina. It's like, like, Steve, you know, you're not stuck. You can go. But God had him right here, you know, and like just that unsettling them times of, Lord, I've been here my whole life. It's your story, Steve. You've been here your whole life. And then about 1991, this beautiful family came. Pastor Tony was a pastor here. And here comes this beautiful 11-year-old named Joy Hogan. And, uh, and it's really neat because they actually, they grew up together. They grew up together. Their friendship grew. And over the years, you know, let's say what, what happened. It's his history, right? Love and marriage and four, year, four kids later. So love and marriage, four kids later. We have this beautiful family. It's been raised up here. It's been serving here. Who grew up here. And it's just a beautiful story. And um, I'm just, I'm, you know, again, we just talk about how blessed we are to be a part of it. But I see... Um, I see Stephen Joy as really a treasure and a treasure chest. And, um, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to uh, embellish their resume, but I think it's really important. I think it's important to recount and to look at the service and the years of dedication they've had here. So as I was preparing, I go, oh, my goodness, they've, uh, they've been part of the worship ministry for, like, over 20, 25 years Let's make Steve about 10, so maybe 20. But probably, he was a young teenager. Um, he's been involved with worship and the worship team. And Joy, I have a fun picture. I, I didn't want to do all the media stuff. I, I have a picture of them um, where they're young teenagers serving in worship ministry, leading, um, singing, loving God's presence. Um, so they've been on the worship team. Steve served as the worship director here for years, probably four or five years, or worship leaders. They participated in many leadership roles and oversight roles where they've directed an oversight of ministries. 
Um, one that I had the privilege years ago, we, we, we partnered and we, what do we call it, co-led. We co-led a small group. We call them, I think we call them hope groups, sir. I forget what we call them. That was a long time ago. What, Marky? Hope groups. But small groups, small group ministry in the home, uh, discipling each other, feeding the sheep, opening up their home. Uh, they've served, Steve has served as a treasure. So you got this financial side of him, this business side, as a trustee. Um, he oversees a, a, a strategic financial team that has real influence in the life of the church and the finances. Uh, Steve has been an elder for many years, and they've oversee, even now they oversee the children's ministry. So I say all that because I think it's very exciting and very important to recognize their fingerprints. And these aren't fingerprints like the aggravating ones that are on the glass when you have your grandkids come over and they touch the TV. These are fingerprints that their influence and their handprints are all over the place. And they've been very active and they've been very involved in the life of this church. And when you begin to meditate on it and you begin to recount it and you begin to go, wow, these guys are faithful people. And they've impacted this church. And so here we are today, here we are today setting them in you realize they've already been operating in this for years. Sometimes this, this service is a complete recognition of what has been happening as a lifestyle for years. But we know what I love about this service. This service here gives them the opportunity and the, the ability to grow to completely new levels of authority and servanthood and, and, and vision. And this service will take them from here to here. And that's what I love about this service. That's why we're doing this. Um, you know, you don't just get a letter in the mail and say, you know, we made Steve and Joy pastors. Uh, and it's all good. It, this is a significant time, and there will be a laying on of hands, and there will be a blessing released, and we will all be more impacted, but it's, a, it, it's an exciting time. And, you know, you don't, like I said, you don't just get here because the truth is, biblically, there's qualifications that need to be met, and there's requirements in this sense to, be, to serve in a local church and serve God's people. Um, 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 17, lays it out beautifully. Titus 1, uh, verse 5 through 9, lay out this beautiful uh, set of uh, excellent criteria or qualifications. But it can be really summed up like this. Stephen Joy, you've already demonstrated faithfulness. You've demonstrated servant leadership. You have great character, not good character. They have great character. There's a maturity in your life that's, that people see and they recognize and they respect it. You have a great reputation. You've been proven and you've been tested. That's a big one. You've been proven and you've been tested. You're faithful. And again, one of my favorites probably to me, the most important was that you're full of the Holy Spirit and you love God. So that... That is really significant for both of you. And uh, I want to say that you have passed the test in this way of being completely trusted. You're trusted and you're proven. And uh, it's an honor to be able to lay hands on you today and, and set you in. So I think we're ready. I think we're ready. I just wanted to sometimes like, oh, I, I want to I do this part. One of the things that I, in preparation, that I saw that was, for me, something, I, I get like these little, you know, Wanda and I have, 
we love our kids. So how many people love looking through photo albums, you know? And isn't it amazing when you look through a photo album, like all the memories come flooding back, you know? And you have, oh, remember that? And you can get emotional about it. Like you can go, wow, what a great season that was of life. Or remember when the kids were like that? Or remember how they used to fight like this? And I had this little time I was thinking about Steve and Joy and, and, and the things that they've done here and the relationships that we've had and the friendship. And I really, I really saw this beautiful unfolding, this picture of like, God, you have been preparing them for this moment. And you have been maturing them and growing them for this moment and for the next seasons that you have for them. And, um, and it was just a beautiful picture. It was like a, a, a series of photo- memories and uh, times. And just I, I guess I just want to say that uh, it's this idea of when you see good fruit on a tree, that's the evidence. That's the evidence. So there's just a ton of good fruit on these guys. So I want to be really clear about something I think is even historic today. Um, Steve is being licensed, and Joy is being licensed. This is not a Joy gets a splash over. Joy doesn't, Joy is, and I'm going to get into this a little bit, but Joy is anointed and powerful, and she's being licensed today. And so is Steve. And then think of them as a couple serving together. So this is individuals, and this is them being um, set in today. So at this time, I'm going to have you guys come up. And Juan, would you, would you stand with me when I do this? Or would this would we, would we be okay? And I'm thinking, should, for everybody to see, should we always get this part, like down there, up here? Or how do I do this? I didn't think, should we come down here? Okay. I'm going to need my little podium because I got my notes. Girls, too. These beautiful girls who wants to come? Marissa wants to be the children's pastor. It's awesome. And why don't we have you guys face the congregation? So here we have, here we have this beautiful... You can tell I didn't practice this part, right? I, honestly, I practiced a lot. But this, I'm feeling very, I'm feeling very awkward right now. <laughs> like... How is this working? No? No? Well, who's going to be, am I going to be behind him talking to him? This is family here. Like, oh, what? I'm talking to Joy, right? Joy. That's not going to work. Hold on, hold on. Okay, off to the side. Off to the side. Off to the side, and now I can't read the notes. Okay, hold on. No, because I put a lot of work into these notes. I'm a note taker. Okay, because this is emotional. I don't want to fall apart. This beautiful family. You guys ready? Okay. Joy, this is for you. Joy, Jesus himself has called you. He's called you. He has given you an invitation. And he said, Joy, will you join me in the work that I have to do on the earth? Because we have seen... And we have witnessed the gifts of grace and the love of God in your life and the gift to pastor. And today, we want to officially license you. And with this official license, we agree and we declare over you permission granted, Joy. Freedom 
released over you, Joy. We say we are in agreement, and we say you can operate fully in your gift as a pastor. And today, we are saying to you that you, you, will, you will today begin operating in greater grace and greater authority as you serve the local church. So, Joy, are you in agreement with that call? Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. Steve, do you agree with the call that I just said over Joy's life? Yes. You agree? Okay. Steve, Jesus himself has called you. And he has given you an invitation to join him with his work on the earth. And Steve, we have seen and we have witnessed the gift and grace of pastor operating in your life for many years. And today, we want to officially license you. And we agree and we declare over you, Steve, permission granted, freedom released to operate fully in the call of God in your life. And we release this anointing for you to pastor. And we believe today you will receive greater grace and authority as we lay hands on you and allow you to operate in that which God's called you to do. So, Steve, do you agree with that calling? Yes. You do? Okay. Too late now. Joy, I have a few things to say to you. Joy, continue, continue, continue to be powerful and free. Not only will you touch your own girls, but you're going to touch many that need to know they're powerful and free. And be free to be the leader and the servant that's God, that God has called you to be. Be fearless and be bold and don't hide in the shadows. Be out front. It's okay. And you know that there's going to be a time where you're just going to be out, out in the front and you're not going to question that. And be a voice for your generation because you do have something to say. And that's true. And you have a roar in your belly that will impact many, many, many people. And continue to compliment and challenge this beautiful man that you love because uh, you are an amazing strength to him. And Steve, continue to grow in the grace of God. And Steve, continue on your quest to pursue greatness in your life because you're great. And continue to dream and believe God for more than you have ever seen in your whole life because you've been here all your life. So believe God for more and dream for more than you could ever imagine because you are a pioneer and you will make new roads and you will advance the troops to new places and you are a forerunner and, and you are a leader. And what I love about you most is that you have a heart for the king. That's one of Steve's life messages is, Jesus, I have a heart for you. And you also have a heart for his kingdom and for his people. And seek him for the new strategies that he wants to give you and he wants to release them to you. And all the while, you're growing in love 
for the people that you'll serve. So continue them things. Now for the New Hope family. If you are part of the New Hope family, and all that means is that this is the place where you attend, this is your, this is, uh, your family, we, we, we are a family, the body of Christ. If you're part of the New Hope family, I'm going to ask you to stand, and you know who you are. It's not to uh, not, not acknowledge guests, but this is for those who, who really will be mostly impacted by Stephen Joy's ministry. So this is for you, dear New Hope family. Do you, as the New Hope family, commit to open your hearts and lives to Stephen Joy as your pastors? Yes. yes. Do you, the New Hope family, do you understand and agree that Stephen Joy and the girls, they are the gift. It's them themselves they're the gift that we get to support and to enjoy. And do you commit to pray for Steve and Joy and the girls and to uphold them, to defend them, to believe in them? Do you commit to pray for them, uphold them, and believe in them? All right. Thank you. You may be seated. In closing... This is really unique. This is like crazy, but I, got, I, got, I don't know. I don't. I, I didn't. I, this is. This is. What am I going to do? At this time, we're going to lay hands on them. I'm going to share a few things, and and there. If I said something like, "Okay, who loves Stephen Joy? Come on up." Obviously, everybody's going to come up. But they have asked certain guests, and, and if you're a guest, you know, that means you, know, you're, you are called. I, mean, I, I can see people. I can see people that uh, this isn't their home church, and they've come because they were asked to participate. So obviously I'm going to have Tom and Ann and their family and Tony and Susan come up and John and Karen coming up, Mark and, and Steve and Veronica. Jen, I want, if you're a guest and you were asked to come, please come on up. And then we have a pastoral team. So the pastoral team's going to come up. It's not to, I, I don't want to leave anybody out, but this just part is going to make it really simple, okay? So if you've been extremely involved in their life, in that sense, I want you to come up. Mary, I want you to come up, okay? Um, so, and your licensed minister here, you know to come up. So you guys come up right now, and we're going to surround these guys. Thanks, Juan. Get that right out of the way, babe. And uh, I want the parents to get right behind them, the moms and the dads to get right behind them, and the, and the friends and the guests that were asked to come right behind them. Yeah, yes. So see, this is even, this is the guest. So tighten it up a little bit. <laughs> tighten it up. Like a, like a family photo. Get in there. And Wanda, I want you right here, my love. I want you to come up front. Come on, tighten it up. Tighten it up, guys. Tighten it. That means that tighten it up means that's a football term for tighten it up. Get closer. <laughs> tighten it up. That means that you might smell the person in front of you. Okay. We're going to be closing this by, um, again, for those, I always think of the guests and I think of people. We love the word prophecy. We like prophetic. And what that means is God's going to speak to Stephen Joy right now through people who operate in that gifting. 
And um, if you have something, um, I want, John, I want you to come up. Sorry, John. Uh, I want you to, to, I've asked John to be ready to release a prophetic word. So if you have something for them, an impression, a picture, you have something God wants to encourage them, strengthen them in, write it down. Get a card, write it down even now and give it to them. Uh, Juan and I still have ours from the time when we were licensed. It's really a fun thing. It's like, it's like an anniversary gift. So participate in that way and please be engaged as we pray. And then I'm going to have Tom and Ann pray and, and Tony and Susan pray. And then we're going to release some prophetic words over them. But in closing, um, one of my favorite passages in John 21, verse 15 through 17. And it's that great conversation between Jesus and Peter, right? Do you love me? So he's called you. And Jesus says to you guys today, do you love me? And he says, feed, feed my lambs. Will you nurture my people? Then again, he says to Peter, do you love me? He says, take care of my sheep. Here there is a building up of the body of Christ. It's a tending. It's a care. It's a responsibility. And then he says, do you love me? Again. And he says, feed my sheep. This third time, it gets a little deeper. It's teach and train my sheep. Govern. Govern. Lead. Equip the saints for the work of their ministry. Um, Provide nourishment. So today you're being commissioned as pastors to do that task and that assignment to the Lord. So Tom, whenever... Oh yes, we, we need a mic, sorry. Tom, let's get that going. Mark, you got that nice and loud, buddy? Okay. Tom, take your time. Okay. Lord, we, uh, <clears throat> we can surely uh, see your hand upon them, Lord, as, yeah. as we saw them as really young adults getting married and growing together. Lord, you've grown them into uh, spiritual giants. It's a miracle what we've seen in these years as we've watched your hand on them and you working in their lives, Lord. It's just... Uh, it's, you're just so evident, you're so obvious, and we're thrilled. And we thank you for that, Lord. Um, Lord, uh, as Solomon was set in, Lord, and um, he asked for a double portion hmm. of wisdom, and Lord, you gave it to him, and he was known as the smartest man in the world, Lord. I pray for Steve and Joy, Lord, that you would give them a double portion of wisdom. Uh, Lord, in, in any area that they need, Lord, as far as taking care of their sheep and their lambs, Lord, you will give them extra measure of love and vision and helps, Lord. We just thank you for them, Lord. They are a blessing, and we are very proud of them in Jesus' name. To think of uh, 33 years ago, Dad was set apart for ministry, and Hurricane Gloria hit a Long Island when I was being set apart. So why not a storm when you are set apart? Why not carry the tradition on? And so proud of of you both. But I, I truly am uh, 
in awe of, of God's love for you both because Steve and Joy, you've been called from the womb. It's so evident, Steve, that you have hit every mark of maturity with excellence, every standard that can be held up to say this is maturity at this age and that age, you have far exceeded. And God is pleased with both of you. And I would pray for you, Steve, in, in, in knowing that you have studied to show yourself approved. Mm-hmm. You, you have been a reader of many books. And God is well pleased with that. Mm-hmm. But he would say to you today, I have surrounded you with women. I have surrounded you with four girls and a wife. And I have watched you as a young father begin to nurture, to nurture them and to love them as a dad. And the Lord would say to you in the days that are ahead of you, there will be more deepening of the father heart in you that will transfer from the natural into the spiritual. And you will become a father to many. But the Lord would say, major in your home, major in your nurturing, major in your love for God, that that which is in private would become public, saith God. And to Joanna, you have been anointed, honey, from the first moment I laid my eyes on you. And you have hit the mark. And you have amazingly touched many lives. I'm amazed at the influence that God has brought through you to impact people. And to watch you grow and even to come to this place of being in the natural, a pediatric specialist. Someone who heals the wounds of children. And I have watched the excellence of your call. And you've hit that mark. But this day the Lord would advance you to become a practitioner to the family, a practitioner to all. He would say minister to all from the father, the mother, the children, the single, the single parent, the widow, the orphan. Minister to all for the anointing would break over you with such power. And as a couple, to have watched you love, to have watched you be fruitful, and God is so pleased even as mom and I are. And today in... In the spiritual sense, at my church in the city, a baton is being passed as the eldership is announcing the new pastor for the next generation. And it would be so fitting that in that spiritual sense it's being done. And in my own family, the baton shall be passed. I say double portion. I say the anointing of the Spirit of God upon you to take it beyond that which I have ever hoped or dreamed, that God will allow you to be prosperous in the Spirit, prosperous in your home, prosperous as a couple, prosperous as shepherds. So this day I pray a double portion of the holy anointing. Lord, I pass the baton to my daughter and my son. In Jesus Christ's name, let it be done. Amen. Joy, your heavenly father wants you to know that he is so proud of you, that he loves you so deeply, and that he is smiling at you today. And he knows 
that he has called you from the womb to be all that he has for you. And I see a picture of the Lord just smiling at you because he knows that in, the, in your lifetime, people have said to you, Joy, you can't do that. And Joy would always say, yeah, watch me. And the Lord is saying to you today that you are a pure vessel, that you are one that has loved your father purely. And there is no I can't in who you are. And the Lord has made you that way. And he wants you to know that he's going to use you in many, many, many ways because he knows that you are a pure vessel. And you say, yes, Lord, let's do this. And we can do this together. And in your heart of hearts, you really believe that I can do all things in Christ. And the Lord is going to use you in many, many ways in your future because he loves you and he knows that you are a pure line. There is no fear and doubt in who you are and how he has made you. And the Lord is also very pleased because the pure way that you love the Lord, you love your husband. It's a pure love that you have for your husband. And the Lord's going to use that for you to be able to love all of the sheep that he has gathered here for you to love purely. That you will see them with my eyes and you will have hope for them because you have a pure heart and because you are a vessel that I can use. So the Lord loves you wholeheartedly and he wants you to know how proud of you he is. Hallelujah. Steve, since you were little, you had this quest spirit in you. You've always been looking ahead, learning, like one door opens, you go through it, you go to the next door, you go to the next door. I love that about you. I love the teachableness, um, the excitement over learning something new, um, the look in your face when you came home in kindergarten and said, Jesus took the punishment away. And you were just like, I said, what? And you got saved in kindergarten, and you were just on fire. Your just face was just lit for weeks. And I, I thank you, Lord, for, for the spirit that you've put in Steve, um, that you called him at a young age, Lord, and you always have this, this ember burning in him, Lord, for you. He really knows you. He really knows your love for him. And God, he just wants more. He's just always searching, Lord. I thank you that you'd keep that spirit in him. And God, what a wonderful blessing he's been, as all of our children are to us, Lord. We thank you for his qualities, his leadership, Lord, and how he has so honored Tom and I. Um, I'm so grateful for that, Lord, and for joy, Father. You know our prayers are that our children would have spouses or mates who love them and honor them. And, oh, my gosh, Lord, I've learned so much from Joy. I thank you for her. She has honored me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for her and all our future together, Lord, and their children. She's always been very fertile. And so so has their relationship been very fertile. This is all I keep thinking is their fertility, Lord. I thank you for them and for their beautiful, beautiful girls. 
Just bless them today, Lord, and just increase them. Thank you, God. Amen. Let's just take a minute. And here's where I really ask everybody just to press in and be engaged because that was a beautiful parental blessing and prayer. And I just want to stir the prophetic because God wants to speak to them something fresh right now. And uh, those of you who have been asked and those who operate prophetically, I just want you to be able to operate in that now and just pray over them and, and you know, keep it like a laser, okay? Keep it like a laser. Mm-hmm. Amen. So what do you got? The Lord would say to you, and, and I can say this from my position as the former shepherd I have such a sense in my spirit. It has been said over you today repeatedly about good seed. But the Lord would say to you today, there is good seed in the DNA that I have planted in this church that has been waiting for you. Before the foundation of the world, it is not that anyone has missed it. It is not that anyone has neglected it. It is not that anyone has overlooked it, says the Lord. But I say to you today that I have things deep in the soil of this body of believers In the vision that I originally planted here, there are seeds, says the Lord, that are waiting for you because they are your inheritance. The Lord wants you to know not only has he called you to serve here, but he wants you to know that you have an inheritance here, says the Lord. Uh, so the Lord gave me a few different time periods. Over the next three months, I just saw this tornado swirling around your house. And this tornado is not uh, damage. It's not enemy. It's not warfare. It's the Lord is setting everything in order. But in the midst of it, it'll feel disorderly. It'll feel like, why would he use a tornado? But this is just the way his peace operates with that intensity as it sets things in order. I see over the next 18 months that there's a training and a preparing for a season unlike anything you've ever stepped into before. And so there's just all that training and just lean into it. Um, Joy, I I see your voice is bursting forth over the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. Your teachings and wisdom and confidence will have a Danny Silk-like effect on marriages and families. Major wisdom is going to be released through you. I see a sign to both of you as, as a household. I see a sign to you, a seven-foot angel. And it's, it's names that it brings with it are vision and order. Seven-foot is pretty unusual. I don't often see that. It's normally six-foot like a man or, or eight-foot. But the seven-foot is speaking of a perfection, a completeness. And so the Lord is assigning this angel to bring vision to the house through your, through your call, through your ministry, as well as to bring order. There will be a combination in both of that together. Um, 
two last things. Uh, uh, Ephesians 4 speaks of the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. And today you're being set in as pastors. And, and uh, Joy, that Danny Silk-like anointing is that pastor call that's on you. It's the office of a pastor that you walk in. And I, I see also that, that uh, Steve, you also carry a mantle. You both have a mantle around your neck. And Joy, yours says pastor. Steve, yours is pastor and teacher. You also are a five-fold teacher to the body of Christ. And there's uh, uh, the last thing is that the team is behind you. Don't allow insecurity any room in your heart. The team is behind you. Joy, when your father spoke of the pediatric specialist over you, I and how you're mending families. I saw you um, coming into emergency situations with families and mending brokenness, just like you would mend a broken arm in a child. I see you mending broken families and broken bones of, of the heart. And so we just commission you in, in that specialized role as pastor. You're, you're a pediatric specialist, but today the Lord is commissioning you as a pastoral specialist to mend broken families. And I see the strength that you come from with your mother and your father. I see the incredible leadership over your father and the incredible loving mother, the caring, tender heart of your mother. And I see that you carry both those qualities, that you have this strength inside of you and this leadership inside of you that's going to take a more active role in this next season. In this next year, I see you stepping up into that more as Jonathan spoke. And you also have such a tender, loving heart. And you raise your family and you love your children and your husband that way. Um, But I do see that leadership that you're going to be seeing yourself, you're going to be finding yourself more on a platform. You're going to be finding yourself more with a stronger voice, with more people listening, with more influence, that your voice is going to carry further across the crowd and your influence is expanding. And Steve, I saw you, and this is funny because, you know, I'm thinking, Lord, it's kind of like, it doesn't sound like an encouraging word at first, but I saw you as an old man. (laughs) But it was such a sweet... (laughs) <laughs> yes, you're an old soul <laughs> there. <laughs> but no, I saw you with wrinkles and almost like this very peaceful old man filled with so much wisdom. And it was like the Lord gave me this quick glimpse into the end of your life where you were just this honored, wisdom-filled man who had led his life with excellence and had planted his seeds all over. And I just see you as planting seeds everywhere. And, and though you might not see the fruit of them, in this year or the next, you'll be able to look back over your life in your your um, when you're older and see the fruit that's that is bearing the, the fruit that comes from your life. And I just see the wisdom, and there's such a peacefulness and such a wisdom. There's going to be the spirit of wisdom coming to you, and I really feel that even the strategic. Um, parts that you carry that you bring to the team the lord is going to even increase that more to have the strategic gifting and also the wisdom of god to know it by the spirit the spirit of wisdom to just know in your gut this is the right decision and i just see that on you and peace on you that there there's no outside voices and no confusion and any of those confusing voices that have attacked you in the past um, those are being broken off this day because there's a a new confidence even lifting you up higher where you can look up over the field and over the confusion, over the city and see clearly what the plan of the Lord is. And he's elevating your vision to see clearly um, the whole plan 
like a maze. Like you won't be taken off guard by anything. So I just bless your vision yeah. in that area. Amen. Thank you. As I was watching Ralph up here today with you preparing and shifting around and moving around and being uncomfortable and not quite knowing where to set, God said, watch that. Because I'm making room for a new model. I'm doing something that hasn't been seen before, and we're not very comfortable with that. And we're like, what does that look like, God? But what I heard clearly was the Lord say, broaden your horizons because my North American church, not just my North Chile church, my North American church has had a near-death experience. And I'm resuscitating her in this hour. And she's not going to look like she looked before. I've saved you for such a time as this because this is the day of the saints, says God. And I have a new role, a new model of what a servant leader looks like to go around and resuscitate the body, to activate people, to discern them after my spirit, says the Lord, and not after familiarity. And this is going to be a cross-generational thing, God says. And it's going to implement the arts and the sciences just like in medicine and business, God says, I'm going to teach you well the business of the kingdom. You're going yeah. to be about your father's business in ways unprecedented, says God. And fertility, you ain't seen nothing yet, says the Lord. For I've made you fertile. You're going to birth things. This isn't just a new season. This is a new era in the history of my kingdom, and you're on the cutting edge. So all the things in your life that you have seen as disjunctive over the years, I'm going to take together and... Breathe on them, and you're going to see new fruit. You're going to birth, and you're going to show others how to be midwives in my kingdom, says God. So I activate in you this day every gift that's needed for this hour, says God. I expand your vision, says the Lord. I cause you to step into uncertain places. I call you not in your strength. I call you in your weakness. I'm going to take those places of vulnerability, and I'm going to turn them into intimacy, says God. So mark well my words, says God. I'm going to be to you, not just give to you, but be to you everything pertaining to life and godliness because this is the hour that I have chosen, and I will finish what I started. That's good. That's good. Stephen. Stephen Joy, as I was uh, in the midst of worship, the Lord brought a word into my heart, and he brought me to a scripture verse that <clears throat> we've heard a lot before. It says, as arrows in the hands of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. And we often think of that in terms of families and fathers sending out their children. But I feel like the Lord said today, I'm the mighty man, and you are the arrows. And I feel like the Lord said there are three things about arrows. Number one, arrows are weapons of warfare. And the Lord said, do not forget in the time of peace that you were also made for war, that you were also one to go into the place of darkness and bring light. You are also offensive weapons against the enemy. The pastoral call is not one of laying back. The pastoral call is one of pressing in even to the place of greatest darkness so that light can come forth and we can bring sheep out of darkness. We can bring sheep into the, into the brilliance of the glory of the Lord. So number one, your weapons. Number two, I feel like the Lord said, he brought me to a reminder of the shield of the United States with the eagle holding the arrows in his hand. I feel like the Lord said, today is a confirmation of the authority that you walk in. You are called as arrows and arrows on the shield. You walk in authority. And even as has already been uh, prophesied and prayed over you, that the end 
of compromise and hesitation, the end of double-mindedness, or even, even wondering, God, how can you use me? Who am I? The Lord said, today I am sealing you with my authority. You are walking now in my authority in a new way. You've been recognized in my authority. And Steve, this is a governmental responsibility. You might not like politics, but you're in government. And there's a a political spirit and there's a government. The Lord says, I'm going to give you strategy to cut through political spirit into the place of true government, where you are going to rule and reign with me, even as I am the Lord of the church. And there's a governmental anointing. And the third thing I heard the Lord say was, arrows are about direction. And I felt like the Lord said, he is moving you into a place of being arrows in people's lives that you're going to begin to point them in the direction of destiny. You're going to begin to point them in the direction of purpose, that where there was a directionlessness, where there was a wandering even, the Lord says, I'm coming upon you to lead you in a place of, of, of alignment with me, that you'd partner with me in bringing direction in people's lives. And even that spirit of wisdom and revelation will begin to fall on you in the midst of conversations, and you'll begin to have insights into direction that the Lord's giving For the Lord says he's made you arrows in his hand, and he has fashioned you and formed you for such a time as this, says the Lord. Amen. John, come on up. We're going to end with John. If anybody else has something, we're going to write it down. But take take your time, John. You know, Stephen, I I heard two words, a greater light and a louder voice. Greater light on you and a louder voice from you. Two things you wouldn't ask for. So that's what the Lord will bestow upon you. A greater light will come upon you, and a louder voice will come from you. Because you wouldn't ask for them. And so that's what I'll give. And Joy, uh, this picture I saw was, sounds a bit humorous, but um, I saw you wearing army or combat boots. Because never before has someone heard the voice of the captain and walked lockstep with the voice of the Holy Spirit. Uphill, downhill, you have kept cadence with my spirit. You have listened and always walked in step with my spirit. And I honor you for that and remind you that my voice is really the only one worth hearing. Listen to your captain. Walk in step with what I'm doing. Walk in step with what I'm doing. Listen to my voice, and we'll walk in step together. The Lord would say Hogan's and Martiranos. Hogan's and Martiranos. Friends and family. Young and old that can hear my voice. I am not done speaking. I have so much more to say. To you, some wonder if it's time they'll be hearing less. Others wonder if they can hear it all. Some don't know if they want to hear. But I have so much more to say to you, so much more to speak over your life, into your life, that I bring you into a season of hearing Hogan's Martiranos, to hear my voice, I am, I am not done. I am not done speaking to you.
Uh, Livy's going to have the last word, and then Wanda's going to seal it up. Livy has something. While everybody was speaking, I got kind of like this picture of like some lambs in like a grass field. What I saw with Mommy was I saw all her like gentleness and careless for all the lambs in the grass field. And what I saw for um, Daddy is I saw all his um, honesty and um, bravery. That's awesome, Liv. Woo! Okay. Wanda's going to seal it up. (laughs) Can everyone just stand? Yeah, let's just stand. And stretch out your hands. Yeah. And, Lord, we just thank you for all that you've done this morning. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for all that you've released. Lord, we just are so excited, and we just anticipate all that you're going to do in the years to come. And we're just so thankful. So thankful for your presence here today. We love you, Lord. We love what you're doing. And we just look forward to all that you're going to do. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.